Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger or you who have been my help. Cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have, have risen against me, and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Living the Proverbs day by day. Today's devotional, June 9th, will start off with Proverbs chapter 19, verse 8. The one who acquires good sense loves himself. One who safeguards understanding finds success. This devotional is entitled Enthusiastic Discipleship. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 6 through 7. 
don't work only while being watched in order to please men, but as slaves of Christ, do God's will from your heart, render service with a good attitude as to the Lord and not to men. When you are excited about something, everyone knows it. If you follow a sports team, you wear their jerseys and cheer when they win. If you discover a new book, you can't wait to tell all your friends so they can read it too. Are you as excited about your relationship with God as you are with your sports team? Jesus doesn't want you to be a run-of-the-mill, follow-the-crowd kind of person. Jesus wants you to be a new creation through him. He has given you the gift of eternal life, and that is better than any touchdown could ever be. When you realize how much God love, God's love changes our lives here on earth and all that is promised once we get to heaven, you can't help but get excited. Jesus deserves your extreme enthusiasm. The world deserves it, and you deserve the experience of sharing it. My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers for June 9th. This devotional is entitled, Then What's Next to Do? Luke chapter 11, verse 10. Everyone who asks, receives. Ask if you have not received. There is nothing more difficult than asking. We will have yearnings and desires for certain things and even suffer as a result of their going unfulfilled. But until we are at the limit of desperation, we will ask. It is the sense of not being spiritually, spiritu spiritually real that causes us to ask. Have you ever asked out of the depths of your total insufficiency and poverty? James chapter 1 verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. But be sure that you do lack wisdom before you ask. You cannot bring yourself to the point of spiritual reality anytime you choose. The best thing to do, once you realize you are not spiritually real, is to ask God for the Holy Spirit, basing your request on the promise of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is the one who makes everything that Jesus did for you real in your life. Everyone who asks, receives. This does not mean that you will not get if you do not ask, but it means that until you come to the point of asking, you will not receive from God. To be able to receive means that you have come, that you have to come into the relationship of a child of God, and then you comprehend and, and appreciate mentally, morally, and with spiritual understanding that these things come from God. If any of you lacks wisdom, if you realize that you are lacking, it is because you have come in contact with spiritual reality. Do not put the blinders of reason on again. The word ask actually means beg. Some people are poor enough to be interested in their poverty, and some of us are poor enough spiritually to show our interest. Yet we will never receive 
if we ask with a certain result in mind, because we are asking out of our own lust, not out of our poverty. A pauper does not ask out of any reason other than the complete hopeless and painful condition of his poverty. He is not ashamed to beg. Blessed are the paupers in spirit. Streams in the Desert, June 9th, Psalm 37, verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. I once met a poor woman who earned a meager living through hard domestic labor, but was a joyful, triumphant Christian. Another Christian lady who was quite sullen said to her one day, Nancy, I understand your happiness today but I would think your future prospects would sober you. Suppose, for instance, you experience a time of illness and are unable to work. Or suppose your present employers move away and you cannot find work elsewhere. Or suppose, stop, cried Nancy. I never suppose. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And besides, she added to her gloomy friend, it's all that supposing that's making you so miserable. You'd better give that up and simply trust the Lord. The following scripture is one that will remove all the supposing from a believer's life if received and acted on in childlike faith. Be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. There's a stream of trouble across my path. It's dark and deep and wide. Bitter the hour the future hath when I cross its swelling tide. But I smile and sing and say, I will hope and trust always. I'll bear the sorrow that comes tomorrow I'll borrow none today. Tomorrow's bridge is a dangerous thing. I dare not cross it now. I see its timbers sway and swing, and its arches reel and bow. O oh, heart, you must hope always. You must sing and trust and say, I'll bear the sorrow that comes tomorrow, but I'll borrow none today. The eagle soars at great altitudes and does not worry about how it will cross a river. <laughs>